This is the Laughing Mind Podcast. And now your host, Ethan Tuxel. Welcome back to another episode of the Laughing Mind Podcast, you guys. You silly, silly fucking hounds. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be with you guys. I am Ethan Tuxel, the host of this show. I am a licensed professional counselor and amateur comedian. And this, this is the premier mental health comedy podcast. Try and find another one, a better one. Maybe there is. You know, who am I to say? But... Oh gosh, I'm so glad to be with you guys. Today we have a solo episode. Uh, we do have some guest episodes coming up that I'm legitimately nervous and super excited about. I'm not going to drop any names until they have occurred yet because that would be a real letdown. <laughs> but we, we have some of those in the chamber coming out. But today is a solo episode, so we are going to get into it. So put on your seatbelt, take off your shirt, and let's go. So to start, I want to tell you a story about my own journey in mental health as a client, just as a person. So in 2017, about five years ago at this point, I was in a real rough patch, uh, a dark night of the soul, if you will, that had kind of turned into a dark year of the soul. At that point in my life, I had been in and out of therapy for some years, but I was still chronically depressed. I was socially withdrawn, isolating. I was very anxious. And I, I swear, I had enough self-hatred to power a small Canadian town at that point. It was rampant. And some friends of mine who had struggled with similar things had recommended to me this month-long residential holistic mental health program in Seattle that they had been to and it said was incredibly helpful. And, and you know when you're in a place in your life of desperation where you're willing to try anything and no matter how drastic that thing is, that's, that's where I was. And the insurance I had through my work didn't cover this program. So I ended up getting marketplace insurance that would cover it because I found out that this place in this program was going to cost $40,000. And I ended up only paying like a couple thousand, maybe a little bit less than that out of pocket, but it was $40,000. And it was an incredibly helpful month. It was a sort of a landmark part, like a, like a stake in the sand in my own mental health journey. But when people have asked me about this time and what was the most helpful thing to me about this program, consistently, the number one thing that I remember and took away from from this time was a conversation I'd had with one of the psychiatrists on site there. He was he was a really compassionate but still professional guy and just, just kind of seemed like a person instead of just sort of a, <laughs> you know, like a degree in a white coat. And a, so a few weeks into my stay, I had a checkup with him and he just kind of offhandedly asked me, hey, how much water do you drink in a day? And I, I didn't really know at that point, like I, I would usually have a water bottle on me, but I, I, it wasn't a lot. So I was like, I think maybe three or four glasses a day. And he just kind of casually mentioned, he, he wasn't like harping on anything. He just sort of casually mentioned to me that, hey, if you, an easy way to try and drink the right amount of water is to cut, like figure out how much you weigh, cut that in half and drink that much in fluid ounces per day. And that can greatly benefit your mental health as well as your physical health. 
the biggest takeaway did you so so the biggest takeaway that i had the forty thousand dollar piece of advice that i got and held on to was to drink more water and because here's the thing here's the thing about our mental health there are times when what is happening with you and your brain and your body is complex and is hard to figure out even for mental health professionals if you purchased $8,000 worth of old milk cartons last week, yes, you may actually be in a manic episode. And yes, you may very well be in a codependent relationship with a covert narcissist who uses shame and inconsistent affection to distort your reality and attack your self-esteem. And yes, you just might be incredibly depressed because you're in a relationship with someone with borderline personality disorder because you grew up in a house of chaos where your attachment style was disorganized and your nervous system became attuned to being dysregulated. And now volatility actually feels like home to you. Yes, but. But you might just need to drink some fucking water. <laughs> and listen, even if all or any of the things before are true, drink some water anyway, because it will help you figure out what the next right thing for you to do is. So, <laughs> so, so here are some just benefits of drinking water for your mental health, if you weren't aware. Some, some quick rapid fire, I'll put like links in the show notes if you want to read more, but here's just a couple. So drinking water decreases the risk of a depression and anxiety in adults. That just it helps with mood stabilization, and in terms of those, um, this disorders, it actually can help reduce depression and anxiety. Being hydrated also reduces panic attacks. So panic attacks are often triggered by physiological symptoms or physical sim symptoms. Sometimes that can be temperature, but it can also be dehydration. So if you drink more water, you may get less panic attacks. Dehydration also can make it harder to concentrate. So in terms of being able to have, have focus and concentration, being hydrated helps with that. And finally, the simplest and, and most fun one is drinking more water just makes you feel happier. In general, it's proven that, it, that people who are hydrated are happier. Now, listen, I know that this may feel stupid, <laughs> but I, wa I want to give you two more $40,000 stupid, simple tips for how to improve your mental health in very, very concrete ways. So you ready for the, for the next one? Okay, here we go. Breathe. I know, I know, I, I hate it. I hate this one too. Breathe. Every time I say it, I swear to God, I can hear you banging your head against the steering wheel in your car. Breathe. So our mental state is deeply intertwined with our nervous system. And our nervous system, specifically the part of our nervous system called the vagus nerve, this is the highway between your brain and your body along your spine. And there are two primary parts of your nervous system. There's the sympathetic and the parasympathetic nervous system. So when we're feeling stressed, when we're scared, when we're feeling defensive, when we're yelling, when we're raging, our sympathetic nervous system is getting activated and we're moving or are already in fight or flight or maybe even further into a collapse shutdown state. Now listen to me. Listen to me here. None of us behave very well in fight or flight. Okay, that doesn't stop when we're kids. We don't outgrow this. 
if we're moving or in fight or flight, your body is going like, well, we need some more blood for the muscles because we might need to fight a tiger or run away. So, I don't know, let's take some blood from the decision-making part of the brain. We shouldn't need that right now. He just needs to run. And obviously, in a situation where we need to run or fight, actually, that's amazing. We don't need to be thinking. But the vast majority of the time when we're in fight or flight, we don't need to be fighting or flighting. And we end up saying and doing things that we regret in relationships. So breathing is the easiest simplest, most consistent way to calm your brain and your body down. And even beyond that, many spiritual and meditation traditions use the breath as an anchor point to come back to the present moment, to return and to ground. So when your mind is anxiously worrying about, oh my God, how am I going to feed the 19 Boy Scouts my son is having over tonight? or you're cringing with regret at the memory of vomiting on your great-grandmother's urn, breathe. Come back to what is real. Come back to what is happening now. Your breath is always here, whether you're thinking about it or not, which is amazing, and it makes it a perfect point of return when we are feeling overwhelmed or stuck in mental stories about the past or the future. Okay, you ready for the last one? If you didn't hate the last one, you're certainly going to hate this one. I promise you. <laughs> okay. Move. I know, man. I'm, I hate myself this one too, but, but move. Okay? And I'm, I'm talking about exercise, but I'm also just talking about moving your body around. We're not just brains on sticks, Pete Holmes, I mean, again, you guys who are listening, you silly hounds know I love this guy. He, one of the things he talks about sometimes is like, you know, in his comedy is that a lot of times who we are, quote unquote, is behind our eyes. Like the way that we sort of experience ourselves is behind our eyes, kind of in our mind. But we are actually much more than that. Like who we are is more like an ecosystem and what is occurring in our awareness of what the experience of what it means to be you is deeply connected to our bodies. And our bodies are made to move, to stretch, to strain, to sweat, to exert. And in doing so, our brains love it. Oh my God, if you, if you want your body to give your brain a Christmas gift, just move around. Because when we exercise, there is, there is a release of endorphins, one of the feel-good reward chemicals in your brain. And sometimes moving can be in a disruption to like a negative mental state. Like if you're stuck in an anxious thought pattern or if you're stuck worrying like, oh my God, like my significant other seems upset. I'm sure they're mad at me. One of the simplest ways to try and shake out of that pattern that you're stuck in is just moving your body move up if you're sitting down in the living room get up and move and go to the kitchen or go ahead and just go outside and stretch that physical shift in where you are can make a difference in what's happening in your brain exercise is also just a natural mood booster and it also helps a decrease depression and anxiety exercise also helps with us getting better more regulated sleep and 
I haven't talked a ton about sleep on this podcast, but sleep is the one of the cornerstones of mental health. And, and we, we don't talk about it enough as a culture because we often expect ourselves to be able to go to bed at 4 a.m., get up at 10 a.m., just chug some monster energy drinks, have some sugar, and be like, I'm fine. Like, of course I'm fine. But good regulated sleep is so vital, and exercise helps with that. It's also just a natural self-esteem builder. I don't know about you, but if I haven't moved much in one day, the I'm a piece of shit thought loop is usually topping the charts, the number one hit playing on my mind's radio station that day. And if I am moving, like today, I, I, I you know went for a walk with Hawkeye, my dog, and I did a little bit of cardio on the bike. Nothing crazy, and I genuinely feel more elevated and more competent and even just ready to do this podcast with you guys. And there are days where I don't, and I don't feel that way. And finally, I think this one's really interesting. Cardio exercise actually creates new brain cells. It's this process called neurogenesis. And overall, cardio helps improve overall brain performance. So listen, I understand that this is stupid. <laughs> like, I want to be clear. I understand that for many of us, that for many of us, there are, there are complicated, painful Sometimes it's about our past relationships, our family structures, the dynamics of how our identity was formed and, and sort of discussed among the people around us. Sometimes it's about what's happening to us now in how, how the organizations that are in our lives are treating us, how society and culture are saying, this is who you are and restraining the resources that you can get in your life. Sometimes just there is chaos reigning in your house because you have newborn children and you're trying to hold down a job as well as your partner. All of those things are valid. I am. I am. I need you to hear that I'm not trying to invalidate that. I feel like most episodes I end up saying this is not what I'm trying to say. Um, but it's more that just we can. We live in a time where we have so much access to information, and I can't tell you how many people I work with who have either tried to self-diagnose themselves or other people have said like, hey, this is probably what's going on for you. And sometimes they're right, but a lot of times they're not. I, I One of the ones I get a lot is people saying that, you know, I have these really quick mood swings. Like sometimes I'm really happy and then I'll just go to feeling angry and I probably have bipolar. That's not what bipolar disorder is. It's, it's not. Uh, bipolar disorder is this dichotomy of having depressive episodes where you feel sluggish uh, low energy, low motivation, and kind of a, a low self-esteem shifting to a manic episode, which are times where you feel like your energy is through the roof, you're talking faster, you might have increased increased sense of grandiosity, you might be like, hey, I think I could build a house in two ways, I think I know how to do that, I've seen pie time, <laughs> I think I could do that, I've seen property brothers, uh, you might, you know, have more risk, kind of risky behavior, all those things. But the point being that that has to last for at least several days. I believe it's 72 hours. So all that to say is just that, yes, there is a ton of information out there about what is happening to us. But if we haven't been in the same way that if I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with me and I think I have XYZ type of cancer, it's like, I might be right. I may very well have non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, but I'm not a doctor. I am not a oncologist. So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm getting off point. But the point simply being that sometimes 
trying to come at our lives with simplicity, with, hey, how much water am I drinking? Hey, how, how much am I moving in a day? And, oh man, like, how much, what is my breathing like? Have I even noticed my breath in weeks? Those can be really, really helpful anchor check-in points to be like, oh, I'm having a really painful, depressed day, and I feel really bad about myself, and I haven't had any water today. And again, guys, this isn't going to fix everything, but nothing that I talk about on here is going to fix everything. No therapist you go to is going to fix everything. We are an ecosystem of of being, okay? We, we are, if you are just pouring Arby's meats onto your ecosystem and you're not giving it any water or air or movement, you're going to have a withering ecosystem and that includes your brain. So yes, yeah, sometimes the reason you're sad or furious or depressed is because you, when you're growing up, your dad would make you watch as he fed your brother the last cookie. Yes, that could be what's happening and that's valid. But dude, you might just need to take a drink of water and take a deep breath. So eat, pray, love, fuck that. I say drink, breathe, move. Ugh, all right. That's all I got for you guys this week. I, <laughs> this was fun. I had a fun time. I hope you guys had fun this one. Um, as always, I'm so, so grateful for you, silly hounds. If you haven't already, please make sure you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. And if you could rate and review on whatever platform you get, that helps with visibility. And you can always find out more what's going on with the podcast on the social media platforms, Instagram and TikTok, The Laughing Mind Podcast, as well as Facebook, The Laughing Mind Podcast. And again, have some fiery guest episodes coming up. Um, and one other quick thing, if there's ever anything you guys are like, oh, I'd love to have you talk about this topic or this question I have, let me know, you know, slide into my DMs, scoot right in, you know, it's plenty of room. Um, you can email me at, uh, the laughingmind at gmail.com. Uh, and I would love to hear what you guys are, are thinking about in, in, in this realm of things. Um, so have a amazing Tuesday. I love you guys. And I will, uh, I'll be here next time. All right. 